Welcome to the Entertainment Engine. Hello, my name is Peter Moore. And I'm Bex Gregory. And welcome to the next episode of the Entertainment Engine. The idea behind this podcast is to provide clarity and information on the entertainment industry for new bands and artists as well as existing creative industry people who are looking just to brush up on their knowledge. You can listen to us on all streaming platforms and be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. If you want to learn more about what we do on a day-to-day basis, then please visit our website, seamlessentertainment.co.uk. Each week, we'll be bringing you an in-depth area of the entertainment industry. Also on the show, Bex has the facts of the day and a question for this week for our listeners. And now it's time for Pete to kick things off with part two on how to create a successful business plan for the creative industries. Good afternoon and welcome to the next episode of the Entertainment Engine. This week we look at part two of writing a business plan for your music career. So let's just have a recap from last week's session we touched on some key areas of putting together a business plan for the creative industry. These areas include mission statement, music industry overview, band artist bios, key people like accountant, manager, and attorney, etc. Having a business plan is a great way to stay properly grounded and define your goals going forward. It's one thing to write a cracking song album, it's another to write a full business plan. Why am I saying this? Well, Many artists struggle in this area because artists need time to make music and formalise their visions, but they also need to eat and pay the rent, and a business plan will help define those goals. For those of us on the ground, having a plan can mean the difference between being able to make a living as a musician or not. But one of the most important suggestions, take it one step at a time. This kind of work can be really overwhelming for creatives and needs quality, time and effort. So... Let us prepare for a great business plan and dig in a little deeper. Okay, the first area we're going to look at today is press kit. What is your press package comprised of? Is there anything different about your press kit outside of the normal standard press kit you would do? Will your press kit have an electronic component? What is the press kit going to be used for? Details not necessary and key players not already addressed? Option, attach a press kit as an appendix if it's not already within the application. Okay, next point, additional merchandise. And this is optional really. Are you selling other merchandise besides the recording project, i.e. t-shirts, hoodies, scarves, tank tops, sweatshirts, whatever you might be doing? Are you selling previously released CDs? Basically, how else are you gonna make any money? You should be able to justify the reason to get additional merchandise. Of course, there's a demand for your merchandise. How will you sell it? And the price, what are you charging? A lot of artists do not spend enough time understanding their cost and pricing, and this is critical, especially for a young band starting out to understand where you're going and what you're going to be achieving over the next several years. And I also saw a recently great marketing plan that included graphics of the merchandise to be printed you should submit that as an appendix as well. Okay, next point, pre-release promotions. Artists may decide to include this under a different topic such as media relations or fan base management. Have you created or pre-ordered a list of fans wanting the new CD before it's even been released? 
what radio stations will you have contact to make them aware of the up-and-coming recording project? Are there TV or print interviews that you have lined up? Are there any special events or gigs that you're using as a pre-release promotional event? Are there any conferences that you're planning to attend? Hype up the project. Are you doing direct emails or website press releases to your fan base to get them pumped up as well? Have you already identified key players for this work? Obviously, that part is subject to COVID as well, but you'll generally get the idea. Okay, the next area we're going to look at is CD release party. And again, this would be subject to COVID, but it's, it's a great one to put in because it gets you thinking about when you do put a release party, what you should do and what you should be looking for. So when there will be a CD release party to be held? This should be confirmed or very close to be confirmed, at least the venue. Are you going to be multiple release parties? Why did you choose that location? Remember, people may not know why you chose that for the best place for your release for your CD. You must explain this very, very clearly. Are there unique pricing schemes that you're using? For example, a CD may cost $10 and a cover may be $5, but if someone purchases both, they get them both for $18. Are there any retail outlets where people can pre-purchase tickets for the show? Where can people buy the tickets ahead of time? Or can they even buy tickets ahead of time? Are there any events leading up to the CD release party that you are using to promote the up and coming release and ticket sales to that event? Are there any contestants or contests that you can set up? For example, you could get a sponsor to cover dinner at a local restaurant, throw in an artist prize package, free to cover the event. Be creative, really think out the box. This would allow you to go to radio stations and promote which you could also lead to increased coverage for your band. What radio TV and print mediums are you using to promote the event and which one would be most cost effective? Are you postering, flyering the event? Where are you doing this? Is there a method to your postering? What's, what's, what's the thought process? Are the contents that you set up for your website or email base for your fans? What are you doing to promote the show to your fan base? Can you work in a discount on the CD for the first 15, 20 guests, for example? Are you going to have musical guests at your event? Why did you choose those artists and what is the benefit to those guests attending? As an appendices, you should include any press releases that you're going to use, promotional material to fans, details and price packages you are putting together, bios and guest information etc okay the next point is touring plans and again this is obviously subject to covid but it's something that all bands will still need to be thinking about but a word of caution a lot of artists think that it's just good enough to say we are going to be touring xyz and then when it comes to touring xyz there's a lot of venues you're not sure where you're going you haven't been clear what the strategy you have this really isn't good enough i'm sorry a lot of research must go into developing your touring plans so that people know exactly where you're going to be, what country you're going to be in and when you're going to be there. First off, a history and where the band has played in the past indicates that they have a rapport with certain venues. This should be included. For a detailed list with timelines including the appendices, you need to establish yourself as a touring artist. If you haven't done a lot of the touring, that's okay. But you better get ready to work your butt off because the next part of this section will identify that. People want to a touring strategy that is almost confirmed. What I mean by that 
is if you've called the Pyramid at Winnipeg or if you've called the O2 in London and sent them a press package and they have stated they would be interested in hiring you once the release is done, it would be even better if you got some letters of intent to include in the appendices. At the very least, you should know the contact names and the specific location where you're going to be playing. Especially if you're talking to investors, they're going to go through everything with a very fine tooth comb. So the more information you have, the far, far better it's going to be for you. And you should also should be able to show that you've identified venues which embrace your style of music. Don't get into the game of listing every venue that you can think of. You can include these identified venues, but try to keep it in a chart that forms concise. And please, please, please indicate you have established a relationship with them. Also, are you working with a booking agent? And I will say it again, you will need to prove that you have relationships with the venue and the touring is reality. Otherwise, your touring plans become too airy-fairy and people just will not take you seriously. You should also know your geographical strategy. Basically, do you know where you're going to start and where you're going to finish? Expanse on the provinces, are you going to east to west? Are you going from north to south? What, what area are you going to? What country are you going to? Just it all needs to be detailed, obviously, from your touring schedule. Or are you starting in X and finishing in B? Just all needs to be looked at a strategy so that you actually know where you're going. If you're planning to do an internationally tour, do you understand the rules and regulations of that country? Restrictions, the benefits of traveling to that particular country. Do you need a visa? How long can you stay in that country? These are all basic elements, but they all need to be ironed out before you even get onto that stage and perform. Are you gonna to be touring with any other artists? How do they fit in with your strategy? Is it a shared bill? Are you headlining? Are you supporting? Are you the first act on? Are you open for a well-established act? All of this detail needs to be ironed out as well. What you're going to be doing, when, where, and how. Are you postering? Is there a strategy to your postering and your flooring? Are you using street teams? Basically, how are you getting the promotion done for the tour in each area or country you're going to? You can include your media relations sections for the tour in this section or cover that in the media relations section below. Plus, in the appendix, tour details, if your touring section has become extremely long, bios for the artists that you're working on, for example, just keep it to, to a minimum. And have you also identified key players? And that's all for part one. I'll be back to you with part two shortly, but now I'm going over to Bex for this week's Facts of the Day. Facts of the Day. According to the Guinness World Records, the British Georgian singer-songwriter Katie Melua entered the record books by playing the world's deepest underwater concert. Katie Melua and her band performed for the workers 303 metres below sea level on Statoil's Troll A gas rig, just off the coast of Bergen, Norway, on the 1st of October 2006. Katie Melua performed two 30-minute concerts to an audience of 20 oil rig workers who had all won tickets to see the performance. So I'll have more interesting facts for you next week, but right now it's back over to Pete for the second part of this week's session. Welcome back to part two, and thanks for sticking with us. Next area we're going to look at is media strategy. Do you understand the radio stations that you're targeting? And caution really, don't just include a list of radio stations. If you still want to do that, then it should be referenced to an appendix. More importantly, 
Do you understand the play formats and the needs of those radio stations? What are your press release and promotional plans for radio? Do you have a database? Are there any contests or promotional giveaways from the radio DJ or their audience? Are there any special events that you can team up with with a radio station on? Have you received any support already for the single or know that the radio station who are interested in promoting a single once you are done? Those letters of intent emails should be included in all appendix. Are you able to secure an on-air interview for the promotion of the single or any tour dates that you might have in that area? Do you have a radio tracker? How will you keep track of the success? What has been your past success with radio, if any at all? What are your plans for any television media? Are you doing a video? Are there any interviews, live performances that you've lined up? Again, those letters of intent or interest in there. Do you have any understanding of which TV programmes or supporting local live performances you have started conversations with? Why did you choose that programme? This is important for lesser known programmes because you need to show the benefit. What are your plans for print media? What are the newspapers, periodicals and the interviews that you are targeting? Are there any interesting stories or promotional ideas that you are using for print media? Have you received any confirmed support letters and are there any significant relationships from the past which will serve to benefit you? Why did you choose a newspaper or the magazine? This is important if you're dealing with lesser known publications that need to spell it out benefits for your reader. Are you making use of all online medias? For example, mp3.com. Make sure you know the benefit of working with this company and others that you actually think are relevant at that time. Okay, going on to the next bit, fan-based development. In today's industry, a fan base is considered the most important element to the success of any artist and the interest that generally the industry will take. Do you have an email list or mailing list to keep in contact with your fans? Do you have a database that allows you to target by region? How do you get news out to them about your career? What services do you offer on your website? Message boards, daily artist journal, contests, promotions, updates, news section, merchandising offers. Is there an email address or some kind of customer service measure that the fans can get their questions, concerns addressed? Have you been able to make use of key fans to head off street teams in certain areas? Street team is a great job of postering, flying, and promoting your show and word of mouth directly to the audience. It's a really great way of, of marketing and, and on the ground PR. Do you offer a newsletter or discount on merchandise or a fan party? And look at caution on these. You should not offer everything. You need to offer what is going to work best for your fan base. Just don't go in and chuck everything at the wall and expect something to stick because that's not the right way to go about it. Are you able to conduct an online survey or venue survey? What have you learned from those surveys? Just in a synopsis, not detail, but just have that in the appendix as well. Basically, how do you get your fans to feel as though they've had enough of your connection to buy your CDs and really to go to your shows? Okay, moving on. The next section we're going to look at is website and technology. Some of this information may have already been covered in other areas of your business plan, and that's fine. But let's go through them anyway. A website has become a key strategy point for a lot of independent artists. What sections are you offering on the website and what is the benefit? Is there an electronic press kit area with your bio and photos? 
gig listing history and contact information? Do you have separate areas for the industry professionals and the general public? What do you offer in your fan base development area? Should be brief if already covered above or you can just reference it to the above section. Do you have general news area? Is there a section for people to sample your music? Is there any area for people to email you? Do you offer a link to join an email list? Do you have a general info area that provides bio, history on the band, band photos, tour dates, merchandise, etc.? Is your genre audience well suited to a website? Will the talent buyers you need to work with enjoy moving around your site? Is there any e-commerce area? Are you selling CDs through your site, merchandise? How will that process work and who's going to manage it? How are you promoting the website? How does this fit into the rest of your strategy? Will you have any contests, promotions for the general public on the website? What's your online resources to promote the website? Are there key links, partnerships, sponsors that will be attached to this site as well? And also an appendix. If you want to include a sample of the website, please only reference and include it in the appendix. Okay, the next point we're going to go to is distribution retail strategy. How is your CDs and merchandise getting to the consumer? If you've already covered an e-commerce on your website and touring sales, then just mention it briefly. If you plan to get your album distributed to retail stores, then you need to show that you have made the contacts and done the research appropriately. Now, I know we're living in a digital world, but some areas where bands are living in could still have record stores where they can actually put their product into. And it's, it's for me, it's still a well worth opportunity to do this because people have been able to see you, hear you, and you may even get a gig in that particular store as well. So I think it's a good call to go and do that. It just isn't enough to say you're going to try and get a distribution deal either. It's very hard work to get distributed and that indicates that you've done your homework correctly. You should be able to identify distribution companies that will work well and that show you have established a relationship with them. Not all of them, but a few of them. You must be able to show you have generated some interest in your project. As far as retail goes, you should be able to identify independent record stores, what I was just saying a little bit earlier, that will take products. It's important to identify those retail outlets that will support your project or it's even better if you have started discussions with them. If you're using a lesser known retail store, you may want to describe the store if your reader may be unfamiliar with them. Identify any promotional activities that you have planned for the retail store that you are working with. And if the retail store is not a standard music store, make sure you identify and fit within that company. Okay, the next point, special events. And this is really optional. If you're performing at any special events or working for any special cause, i.e. working for a charitable event or performing at a unique opportunity, you may want to list that as well. Working with a charity or a good cause is something really positive and goodwill. Being presented a unique performance opportunity shows that the community is interested in you and that you'll be able to give back to that community. And just reference that in the appendix as well. You may want to include it for further information about the event, the opportunity or the cause you're actually supporting. So there's a lot of information there for part two. And it's quite detailed so to go through step by step but I think it's necessary to include as much information as possible because obviously you can you know, can all get a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, sit down, go through it at your leisure and start constructing your business plan. And there'll be another section on this next week where we'll be covering the third part in this series regarding the business plan. But for now, I wish you all success. And now I'm going over to Bex for this week's question of the day. 
Let's have a quick recap onto last week's question. Name the song and the artist for the following lyric. Maybe I'm foolish. Maybe I'm blind. Thinking I can see through this and see what's behind. And the answer is... Human by Rag and Bone Man. And we want to give a big thanks to everybody who sent in their answers to us. The response has been really, really great. And let's give a shout out to Max, who absolutely loves this song. So really well done for getting your answer correct on that one. Entertainment news. We're delighted to welcome our first artist to be featured on the Entertainment Engine Artist Spotlight. Introducing to you, Matu. Matu is a 24-year-old singer-songwriter from Patagonia, Argentina. Growing up, listening to bands like The Beatles, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, Genesis and Ben Howard have all been a great influence to Matu. Matu is in the process of recording his first EP and Out of the Mist is the third single from it and he is planning to release his entire EP at the beginning of 2021. And now it's over to Matu to introduce his latest single. Hey, I'm Matu from Argentina, and I'm super happy to be featured on the Entertainment Engine podcast. Here's my new single. It's called Out of the Mist. I hope you like it. Just scored out of the other side Of the wall it's been long not the first time and it won't be the last stuck between lost and found only me can take me out of this mess don't you
hoping to get inside this mist is driving me mad I want to melt my time with fire regret it when I get out I'm being there on the darkest hour so it doesn't feel right no to stand here and say I'm out of the mist again Big thanks to Matu there. It was really, really great vibe. We really enjoyed having Matu on the show this week for the Artist Spotlight. And please keep the submissions coming because we're really looking forward to featuring more really talented singer-songwriters, artists and bands from all over the world. And if you want to learn more about Matu, you can find him on Instagram at Matu, that's spelled M-A-T-U. And we'll also pop the links into our podcast bio as well. Well, that's all for today's episode of The Entertainment Engine, and thanks for listening. Join us again next week for part three of how to create a business plan for the creative industries. So, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and follow The Entertainment Engine on Facebook and Twitter for all the latest updates. It would be great to have your feedback on the show, so you can always drop us a message at any time. That'd be great. Thanks for listening to the show, and stay safe. The Entertainment Engine.